0: Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 47th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse, 20th Anniversary Edition. I'm going to go around the table and have my players introduce themselves.
1: Hi, I'm Sam. I play Korra. She's a Arun in the Geta Fenris.
2: I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle. He's 19, a Philodox, and has found his purpose with the Garu. He's known as Garzalo, child of Gaia hi
3: i'm george i'm playing roy also known as mindscape he is a ragabosh with the stargazers
4: hi i'm sean i'm playing zeb also known as speaks with sweet whispers he is a thierge of the silent striders
0: last time you had finally run through everything at dia killing a spiral elder and saoirse onyx flames leaving with a fair folk noble back to Avalon. You saved the remainder of the Redcaps and returned to the Sept of the Steel Mountain. It was time to get some rest. And you have, saving as well the Garu, Eric wanders swiftly. You sit now in the war room discussing what needs to be done next, given that Magadon has taken Eric's genetic information. Eric is calling upon the wholesale slaughter of the facility in daylight. Of course, not getting the authorities involved, but killing as many as possible, burning the facility down and sending a message. Fights with rooftops is not entirely with this mission, given that this could raise police presence and endanger the Karen, the Karen itself. In a fit of annoyance, Eric leaves the meeting room and heads out. The door slams behind him, and you are left with the mountain guard, the street sweepers, and fights with roof fights on rooftops.
1: Yeesh.
2: <laughs> I understand. If we do decide to destroy everything and everyone. But outside of the risk to us and the Sept, um, I don't think it's fair to judge a janitor or a run-of-the-mill security guard for the things that have been going on. Lots of those people are contractors and have nothing to do with Magadon in general. And I, if the greater good is served by their deaths, then fine. But it seems rather risky for that to be the case.
0: Paints with Twilight goes, I agree. Plus, even some of those workers, they're, they're just doctors trying to create medicine, right? They don't know about everything else.
1: There's got to be a happy medium. I'm sure that we, we could find a
0: solution. Bloodwind goes, they all smell of the worm, though. Every last one of them. How do we, dis- how do we determine which is which? Which serve the worm in their heart of hearts and which... Serve the worm unwittingly. Not quite sure. Isolate and detain. Threadweaver goes, and how do you plan to isolate and detain several hundred workers? Educated um... guess?
2: <laughs> well, it either an educated guess, I think, or um we could potentially use the data that Magadon themselves have on the facility. I mean, it, it should say who works for what department at the very least. And we could work backwards from that.
0: And Swift River speaks up. She her, she goes, but will the department really tell who works with who? Sure, sure, the security detail are more than likely worm spawn of some kind, but that's all we'd have to go off of, I would think. And that's not enough to stop the taint that this place brings.
1: So in general in an office building like the you know the just the general workers who they go about their day day day-to-day lives they're, they're not gonna be there at night and now i know that eric wanted to do daylight this is your this is your sign basically like hey we're not gonna let this shit happen but we could make an educated guess that's easier based on who's there in the evenings and at night, because that's when it seems to be more wormish.
2: Hmm. It's also true. possible that uh, they wouldn't bother transferring any workers to any other Magadon facilities if they weren't directly related to the work they consider to be important.
0: Hmm. Terrence speaks up again, going, that's true, but then my question is, given all that, uh, does Megadon think only their worm stuff is important? A company that size still has to turn a profit. So if something's profitable, does that mean it's tainted? Not
1: necessarily because there were the pills that, you know, that were not tainted, but they were still making profit off of those. Right?
0: Yeah.
2: I don't think we're going to find a perfect solution. I just think we're going to find ways to isolate some of the innocence, or the more innocents, in this case.
0: Agreed. It's at this point you feel you hear a knock on the door, and a mm-hmm. glass walker steps in. It's Jillian, blood of the machine, the warder. By her side is Howls with Sirens, who is the gatekeeper. We have a guest. Someone new. Thought you'd be interested in hearing what they have to say someone who said that they just came here from the lands of the dead weird okay yeah come on in we can always use more help and you said you wanted to help as the door opens and you see a young wiry man with a missing eye
1: mm. come on in we're just discussing how to take down magadon <laughs> here anyway
4: oh just that I see just that I'm Zeb who might all you be
0: core two hearts
2: Kyle guards the low
0: Terrence Threadweaver that's Tiffany Swift River and he over there is uh, Michael captures the moment we're the street sweepers it's very nice to meet you all Bloodwind oh I'm paints with twilight Silver Scribe we're the mountain guard
1: We keep forgetting to say our pack name. (laughs) So you said you wanted to help?
4: I'm afraid I don't have an august. I'm happy to help defeat the worm, wherever it lies, wherever it breeds.
1: Sorry, I interrupted you.
0: The last one, guys. I'm Fights on Rooftops. That's Roy. And over there's Morgan, and they're part of the Infernal Alphas. I don't know why these two decided not to say their pack name, though.
1: Or Fomori's Bane. Fomori's
4: Bane. Oh, you're Mark's pack. Very well, I ran into Mark when we were uh, meeting with the Spirit of Lake Superior. He has a message for you that I would be fortunate enough to bring to you now. He said, uh, not to worry about, well, now that I think about it, Reckoning here, maybe maybe a little over a week ago now, ten days. He said uh, not to worry. Um, our paths will all cross again, no matter what paths we take.
1: It's good to hear from him. I was, it's been a while.
4: I was honored to be with him um, as we achieved our quest to become foster of the Guru. He is a—he is a brave man, and it was a pleasure to, to work with him. So I'm honored to meet all of you.
1: Oh, congratulations to him then.
4: Yes, and thank you for bringing us tidings. I take it it's been some time since he's seen
0: you all. About a month? Yeah, maybe maybe a little a more month. than a month now.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's been ages, almost a year.
4: We were again <laughs> fortunate to encounter the Herald of Phoenix, who I think still has some, some tasks or some, uh, some requirements of your friend, but hopefully indeed we will see him again when he's successful.
0: I'm
1: sure we will. Thank you for your message.
4: It's my duty to the Gru to deliver messages, but you're welcome.
0: We're talking about trying to take this facility down. Right now, we have here, attacking at night. All right, how are we going to discern security from paramilitary?
1: I feel like most of the security was in on it anyway. Remember when, um, when Fury Song Was was working um, Was working there
0: That it was the additional security
1: That was the additional security that caught her Yeah Not standard
0: Okay. Well
1: doesn't standard security Usually they have maybe a taser No real Firearms to speak of Paramilitary military I feel like They would have you know guns Better armor Type things
0: Possibly so we'll go down that route as she's writing it down on the whiteboard. What is our goal with a nightly raid besides fitting out some of their numbers?
1: Uh, Destroying information.
0: And what if we cannot destroy the information? That is a very real possibility.
1: Take some of it so that we know what they're up to and we can track it.
0: Good. This sounds then that we want a smaller group to attack rather than what we did for the raid.
1: Maybe a couple small groups, yeah. Attacking from different parts of the facility.
0: That would be my recommendation. Femori's Bane, Infernal Alphas. And yes. Street Sweepers. I think you guys would all be well equipped to deal with this. You, Zeb, what was your auspice?
4: I'm a theurge.
0: Would we like to try and hit this from any sort of spiritual angle?
4: I I consider when it comes to just determining again who is of the worm and who is not intensity therein again we're splitting some hairs here i'd say but i would certainly be willing to assist there and perhaps there are spirits that witness this building know the movements and maybe know someone more malign than others i could certainly speak to some to see if we're looking at something at the heart of the building generating taint i don't necessarily know how large this building is or what your objective is other than just to destroy it which is fine um but I can certainly look in that angle if that's appropriate to the goal you have.
0: Would any of you like the strider to come with you? You can join us. Very well. Take some time to relax. You've done well over at DIA. You need some time to collect. Magadon is more than likely already aware of our presence, and another day is not going to kill us.
2: Um Will we raise the building to the ground after the raid?
0: I guess it depends on what we find. My inclination is to to no, solely because that could bring undue pressure onto the Cairn, and is my job to attack the worm outside the Cairn, but not to bring any danger to it, as Litany says. That's understandable. Did you have something in mind, Guards of the Low?
2: No, no. I uh, just believe that Eric will be disappointed by it. I can speak with him perhaps try and convince him that this is the safer way.
0: Okay, that might be for the best. Is
1: there a way maybe we could put the building out of commission for a while?
0: If you find a way, I don't see why not. Okay. Do you have any more questions or shall we adjourn for the day? Because I don't know about you all. She kind of leans against the wall in some of that old kind of spirit Comes back to her from before the first raid. But I'm really tired. And (laughs) I could really use another night of sleep.
2: Yes. Sounds like a
3: plan. I think sleep would do everyone some good right now.
0: Alright, relax. Calm your minds as the best you can. Do whatever you need to do. It's still early. Looks at her watch. Only noon. But get an early night. We can continue on to our... Planning phase tomorrow if any new information comes up. Dismissed. Thanks. It's Terrence, Terrence kind of goes over to Zeb and goes, Hey, we'll get, talk to the kinfolk. We'll get you a room. It'll be close to where uh, Fomori's Bane and the Infernal Alphas are. Thank you very much. No problem. Who's
1: for lunch? What was that? I said, Who's for lunch? Yeah, why not? Good meal. All right.
2: No one else, then? Oh, I'm to have long. Yeah, I need some sure. food myself.
1: You're both welcome. You guys I go assume down. Morgan will go off and play her guitar and mope.
0: <laughs> play her guitar. <laughs> and she's just like, it's... I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> as she probably tells... As she tells Roy to bring her some takeout.
3: <laughs> All right, Morgan.
0: So you guys head off to a nearby restaurant. It's pretty packed and fairly noisy, which means you will be able to talk shop pretty easily without being overheard.
1: Fantastic.
0: As the waitress comes in and takes your orders and you're kind okay. Of rest- uh oh, whatever comment. one you guys prefer. Okay.
2: So Zeb, what uh what brought you here?
4: you could actually do me a favor, and this is kind of embarrassing, but where is here right now? This is sort of a problem for me. Well, i am come out to a mystical place and I have no idea where I'm at in the physical world. Denver. Ah, okay. I see. Ah, I had, uh, I had decided I'd never seen a human spirit before, and there were some sailormen that we released from the furrow of the worm at the bottom of Lake Superior. And so I accompanied them to where human spirits go. And I had never seen it, and a Great Owl compelled me to continue, just to, to see the trials that the spirits of men might go through to know them a little better. And then I continued my journey, and here I came once again. I suppose I attributed as much to Owl's intervention um, and maybe perhaps Phoenix had his way in this too, or had their way in this too. But I know I'm here now. And I see you have a mighty problem. Mm. <laughs> Always. <laughs> this Never is at moment. this is retribution, this is offense. What is this?
2: A Garu from another sept was kept and tortured for many months, experimented on
4: was the purpose, I suppose, but
2: the end result was torture.
4: A friend of yours, someone you knew? It doesn't matter just more important to the story no it's a
3: disgusting i believe they were part of the sept here
2: okay Uh, they're part of a a different sept i think out of character yes is it vegan okay that's correct (laughs)
3: okay i thought it was a sept but
2: well it was a sept that we've been to i think um but i don't recall which one
0: it's one you've heard of
2: oh okay
0: He's actually from Roy's sect, but they've never met because this one came in and moved in later on after Roy had left.
3: Oh.
4: Nifty. Okay. And I see you've all, well, I hear you've all had a victory, certainly certainly worthy of of a story and of itself, but now we plan another one, or you plan another one. Larger, if I take the uh, the meaning or the intent correctly.
3: Smaller, isn't
4: it? Oh, I think so.
1: Okay. Uh... Yeah. I mean, depends on what part you're talking about. Larger, as in more important, or a bigger company, yes. Smaller, as in a lot less people that are dying, yes.
4: <laughs> Let's see. And the plan, well, I heard the introduction of the order to attack in broad daylight, but that seems to have been changed.
1: hmm Yes, the, uh, the person who wanted to do the attacking, uh, who brought up the idea, wanted to destroy the whole building, kill every single person in that building, in that complex, without regard to who they were. Um, but we need to be a little bit smarter about it.
4: Where, Where is this building? Here in Denver. I mean, here yeah. in the city, but is it... Is it- surrounded
0: by other buildings It's near the center of town. It's uh, in a place that's getting gentrified
2: Okay. So lots of potential to be seen
0: The waitress comes in life. and goes, here's all your food as she starts passing out plates Thank you so much Of course uh, Do you guys need anything else?
3: Um, I don't think so Not right now
0: all right, just call me if you need me.
3: Oh, you know I will. i give her a wink.
0: As she gives you just oh, a... She just gives you kind of a half-smile back. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
2: Stop making the waitress uncomfortable.
4: What else do you know about the building? Or, or the, the yeah. entity within? Anything? You
2: know We've been inside. Oh. Um, I'll, I'll detail the building... Rather roughly.
0: Mm-hmm. You get the description of it being an office building with a couple of medical labs on certain floors with several computers that connect to a mainframe as well as computers that connect to a heavily encrypted cloud system.
4: hmm. How much time do we have?
2: Well, sounds like we're going tomorrow night. And I uh, suppose we have as much time on premise as we deign to make for ourselves.
4: Yeah. Let's see. Well, I'll make every attempt I can to see if we can get some information about what occurs around here tonight. Knowing, knowing the horrors of the worm and of something for us to strike that will have more meaning than just killing security guards too desperate for a paycheck or too stupid. Money. What else would you like to know? What would you like to know?
2: Um, well, it it wouldn't hurt to get to know you a bit better since we'll be fighting together. Certainly. Uh, what what's up? Do you call home?
4: Um, I don't call any set to home. Um, I grew up on a farm in Iowa. Um, my mother is a warrior of the Guru, um, and so I too, um, with Gaius, bless blessing, became one. And I wander. I deliver messages and prophecies for the Guru Nation, and it has been honored to do so for the time that I've been a guru. Um, and every time I get to meet a new group, a new pack, a new set for a time and improve my use, I hope. And then move on to where Owl guides me. Mm-hmm. And it's the more people to learn about, the more things to learn, the better stories to tell around the fire. The next group I know. I suppose that sounds rather boring, um, but you warriors seem to have a few stories to tell, and I look forward to hearing them repeating.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. We don't have a galliard, and I'm not good at storytelling.
4: Morgan is. You can tell but, a story with a claw, a bite, and a glaive as much as you can tell it works.
1: True. Hmm.
2: Morgan has the glaive too.
1: Mor- <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> 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 Fucking hammer. <And> Bo. <laughs> 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 that. Girl, hammer. No. Badass.
4: But if I take it correctly, at the end of the day, this won't be really just purifying taint. This building, or at least what we know, will have to be destroyed, and I imagine that's not negotiable. Well,
2: um. disabled, I suppose, now.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. What I'd say is, if, if you can help me walk around a little bit here to Denver, uh, or I can even maybe do it back in a second. Try to take a look around and talk to the spirits that I here. And if you have some very specific things you want to know, we can ask or speak with them. You try to figure out maybe some more information on, on this
1: location. That, that would be extremely helpful. Um, anything they can tell us about the building itself, the rotations of the guards, anything that would be useful.
2: I uh, will probably head back to the sept after this, though. Uh, regardless of what of where you guys head off to find your information. I have a few people to speak with.
1: I will probably be sleeping.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to sleep too. Well, I'll try to make my actions quick in line with your sleep, so you maybe wake up just more news and information that you had beforehand.
1: Thank you.
2: Um, since you'll be joining us for the, uh, I suppose it's another raid... Uh, would you like to form a temporary pack with either us or the Infernal Alphas?
4: Oh well, if you you are Mark's pack and I have had the, the honor to know him, it would be an honor to to be a part of your pack until such a time as I'm guided elsewhere. And that'd be lovely. All
1: right. After your um, after talking with the spirits, um, come wake me up, I guess, and we'll go find um, we'll go find Kyle and we'll talk to
0: Bear.
4: Ah, oh, mighty bear. Very good.
0: Yeah. All right, so we'll start with Zeb going into the Umbra.
4: All right, I'll keep... I'll, I'll, I'll paraphrase this. Um, I'm certainly going to be aware of, of how close I get to to this location, Keegan, just to make sure that I'm not, you know, jeopardizing the security of the group.
0: Yep, um, no, I get it. Uh, in the Umbra, yeah. what you notice is that the city is mostly... this part... There's tons of threads and things like that. Typical of the city, spiders crawling in all directions, though many of the threads seem to be snapped or cut in places. Though new spiders are coming in, there are many that are coming in and rebuilding, but with the, the rebuilding, you notice kind of this kind of black grease upon the pattern threads as well. Not. A whole lot, but enough to drive a sense of being uncomfortable. And when you actually see the cross of the, when you cross what it looked like, the spiritual representation of the fence, the area seems wider and the buildings seem taller. They carry kind of a clouded, atmosphere even here in the umbra when the skies are typically more cloudy and helios hides his face so that there's always longer shadows during the daytime of the umbra that land it seems almost nighttime a moonless starless night upon the grounds of the facility itself
4: all right so first as as far as the the spiders that are repairing damage Am might to take it. Uh, I I'm interpreting this as, as this is this is the previous raid that the team executed, and now that damage is being repaired.
0: Nope. This is um this is the city around the area, and it's actually the forces of gentrification causing uh, okay. the spiders to reform and re-create some of their constructions and their nests in the area.
4: Okay. And is there is there I mean I know I recognize the blackness. But is that is it just some residual taint?
0: There's or some residuals taint, there tank. are some pattern spiders that are starting to form patches of rust upon them. Let's see. But they're working in conjunction with the normal spiders.
4: I see. What- I mean, I understand this is a city, so I recognize what's going to be the preponderance there. Aside from the pattern spiders here in the force of Gentrification, as I get- I mean, looking toward the village. Is there anything else trying to travel to and from it, other than those spiders?
0: You notice a few pigeon spirits. Alright.
4: Let's have a talk with them first.
0: You see the first one coming, it seems kinda slow. You do notice that there are threads hanging through its wings as it lands, as it looks at you and cocks its head. My friend, are you okay? The air is thick. I see. How long have you called this place home? Hmm. No food on the ground to eat.
4: Hmm. I might have something. Oh? Can I offer him something from my pack here in the Umber, or will I have to actually offer him Gnosis's food, Keegan?
0: You can give you you sh- uh you, you can offer him Gnosis's food.
4: Okay, very well. I will uh, I will expect a Gnosis to offer him his food.
0: All right. The Gnosis forms in your hand and it dribbles onto the ground as it starts pecking up the Gnosis as if they were kernels of corn or possibly chunks of bread. As it goes, many generations. My ch- My physical children live here. Hmm. Lived here for a long time. They eat here a lot, too.
4: Are there many changes taking place here now?
0: Yes, lots of changing. Lots and lots of changing.
4: Are your children in distress?
0: No, no. The children are fine, though they war with the glass spirits.
4: I see. Yes, yes, I see. What have you seen of the men here?
0: There is one at noon who always takes his food and leaves his box, then throws chunks of bread and watches my children eat. His face twists. It is not the face of aggression like others, though he bears his
4: teeth. I see, just this one man. What else about this man is unique?
0: Oh, that he feeds my physical kin and derives pleasure. There's another who is, A bit worse, far worse.
4: What about him? What have you seen of him?
0: Oh, he is at night when my children sleep upon his box. He will regularly turn on the lights and waken them so that he can speak words to another two leg like himself and then squats on his knees to attack a four leg. He rubs his hands up and down the fur of the four-legged half-wolf. He once again bares his teeth, but the 4 scares off my children in fits of yipping. The man gives some sort of battle cry, as if he approves of the 4 scaring off my children. Though the man, that man has also been yelled at by other two legs, claiming that he does not pay enough attention during those times.
4: I see. Are there many two legs at
0: night? A few, yes. There are most, most simply have strange smelling concoctions on their sides.
4: Oh, I see. I see. And how many four legs?
0: There's only the one. The foreleg is not with the men inside the cage. The four leg is from, from the buildings beyond, where another two-leg walks it every time at night. Oh, I
4: see. I see and you see it every time at night, what time?
0: Oh, as it looks up and it points its, head, its beak at one of the buildings. When the moon crests that building there, once Luna's face is fully above it, then is about the time that the foreleg comes. I see. The half wolf, infected by the weaver, clearly.
4: <laughs> clearly, I see. Are there any other, and there are no other men you've seen perhaps on the roof of the building or elsewhere inside at
0: night? There are men on the roof at night. They scare off my kin as well, as they seem to take plates and scales off the building and touch strange worms of many colors, of blues and reds, humming stops and starts again. They don't always come out, but they are there. I see. There are also the Dark Men, the ones who leave shadows.
4: Tell me about the Dark Men.
0: They do not deal with my physical kin too often, but my physical kin can smell them. They know something's wrong. They know that Banes have mingled with the souls of men.
4: Have you encountered these men?
0: No, they do not cross over here. But you can see the shadows, if you look closely enough. Though that place, the lights and the shadows are so deep and dark, it is difficult to see the shadows from the other side.
4: How many of those men have your children told
0: you of? They have seen several. They don't know mm-hmm. more than more than the toes on their feet, but it is difficult to discern. Humans look very similar, and these ones look the most human of the bane ridden.
4: Are there more bane ridden? There is
0: one who comes every day, but that is all I know. As I said, more than the toes on my feet that of the Bane-ridden.
4: I understand. Well, thank you very much, my friend. I hope your belly is full and we will meet again and stay clear of those glass spirits.
0: Yes. Shatter the glass if you can. You would, do, you would be well ingratiated in this, from the spirits of the birds.
4: I believe some of my friends might have talents at their disposal to do just that.
0: All right, and Kyle.
2: All right, um, so the first thing I want to do is activate persuasion.
0: Okay, make your roll.
2: For my first conversation, I want to speak with Eric.
0: Okay, you see Eric in the break room, kind of brooding, eating a few bits of food. Hey, man. How'd the rest of the meeting go
2: well to be frank probably not the way you wanted it to but that is what i wanted to
0: as he kind of twitches his mouth a bit you see a couple hairs form on his face before they kind of sink back into his face
2: but that is what i wanted to talk to you
0: about what's to talk about you want to go easy on them because you still see them as human
2: no no i promise that's not why so i have i i think two two concerns the first is that destroying that building burning it down in in any external way something that's visible to the outside world and not just magadon is going to bring a lot of heat down even from outside of magadon onto this sept and with the other things that have already gone on i think they have a lot of heat already the second reason is that that building, although full of people who most certainly deserve to die, is also going to be filled with secretaries, repairmen, people who have no idea what Magadon actually does, and people who might not even work directly for Magadon.
0: <sighs> he takes a deep breath. You see him trying to collect himself. You seem like a good, a good guy, Kyle. And I used to think like you do, but even if they don't know, their ignorance only allows them to go so far. Ignorance, if you murder someone out of ignorance, you're still a fucking murderer. These people are murdering us. They are murdering Gaia. They are causing spirits to twist and turn and shift into the worst possible forms as the Dreadfather begins to grow and his three heads roar through all of the telendrum. Every one of them is guilty, whether they are conscious of their guilt or not!
2: Kyle will nod slowly. I understand exactly why you feel the way you do, though I cannot fathom the pain that you felt, and I will not pretend to, but I've been friends with a lot of humans over the years particularly before my change and most of those people just wanted to survive or would have been happy to get even a dead end job somewhere like that and I I'm already a murderer but if I can choose not to kill someone who hasn't who hasn't directly harmed the Garu I will do my best to do so
0: even if it's for their own survival they are complicit complicit in all of Magadon's evils. Their complicitness is what causes death and pain. They are willing to step on people and step on our kin and step on other people and step on the Garu and step on the spirits so that they don't go hungry when even if those spirits gave them the same kindness, Those people would choose to harm them. The veil is lifted from my eyes. It's only a matter of time before it's lifted from yours too. Every last person in there, whether they know it or not, is evil. Because they're complicit in the exploitation of people around the world and are spreading the worm's taint to everyone. By being complicit.
2: I can't hold people responsible for crimes that they're not allowed to know they're committing.
0: Hmm. As I said, they know in their hearts.
2: You knew of the spirits before your first change?
0: It's not about the spirits, Kyle. It's about that feeling in the gut you you get when you work that dead-end job, and you see how it grinds down your co-workers, and how you could... Make it stop if you all just fucking stopped. But every last one of them is too much of a coward because they don't have the moral fortitude.
2: Well, I'm sorry that we couldn't come to a, an understanding about it. But that being said, I was hoping during the raid that we'll be able to recover um, documents about well, everyone that works there. And if you can point out anyone who you saw in the airport facility that wasn't killed, that we, didn't, that we don't kill in this raid, that we'll be able to track them down.
0: Gladly. I'm willing to make that compromise.
2: I'm glad to hear it. And we are planning on destroying at least, I think, the internals of the building. Make it unusable.
0: That's a start.
2: So I hope at least Magadon gets her message.
0: I'll get part of the message. I think the other part of the message is... Not what you want to send, though.
2: I imagine it isn't. We done here? Yes.
0: As you start leaving, Eric calls back, Hey, Kyle! Yes? Despite our disagreements, good luck.
2: Kyle will half-smile back. Thank you. We'll, We'll make the most of it.
0: Fucking better. I'm assuming you guys want to go to Bear now? Yeah. Cool. Actually, real quick, Roy. Yep. You get to Morgan's room. She thanks you for the takeout. It's one of the first thank yous you've got. Yeah.
3: I'm a little confused. Morgan's thanking me? It's like a puzzled look on my face. You're welcome.
0: She just huffs and closes the door.
3: Something's going on with that that woman. Oh, well.
0: Owl rests upon your shoulder. Not physically, but you feel him in the umbra.
3: I'll step through or step step across.
0: Okay. Sideways? Sideways. Yep.
3: Sideways. I was trying to find that that word.
0: Owl looks at you. She's concerned because she knows that the threads between you are going to dissolve soon.
3: Doesn't have to be that way.
0: It doesn't. You are right
3: despite our many disagreements I've grown fond of her as a packmate
0: It's good as owl kind of whispers into here I have grown fond of you of being my pack children
3: I'll have a small tear run down my, my face <laughs> it's a great thing to hear from you
0: your emotions don't have to move as silently as I do Holding emotions in is a human thing.
3: It's just been an an emotional couple of days. So I think my uh, bar has been numbed, or my emotions have been numbed a bit.
0: Hmm. Perhaps you and the other pack that you have met will be able to do some running in the Umbra. Let the emotions free.
3: After reflecting, I believe that's something I might need more than sleep now. Hmm.
0: Sleep as much as you need, but remember, I will watch as the Owl turns his head like 180, and I will see if you're bottling.
3: I am not one to stray from my emotions.
0: Good. Good night, Roy.
3: Good night, Owl.
0: I will guard you from visions, for I think your mind is too troubled as it is, and I will hold them for when you are ready. Thank you. In the umber Realm of Bear, you notice there's a bit of vibrance here, though the vibrance is uh, waxing and waning simply because totem power has been drawn away from the pack proper with Sertia leaving officially.
1: Well, oh I don't have any more room in Totem. can't help.
0: <laughs> As Bear comes out, you notice he's got a bit of a bald spot over his shoulder. What happened? I've plucked some hair. Upon closer inspection, Cora, Kyle, you notice there's some spider threads. Almost like a stitches, but against the skin from hair to hair.
1: Here, what happened?
0: I plucked some hairs and sent them off with Mark some time ago. Something happened, and the hair seemed to fall out, and I sensed a spider presence. I am worried about him.
2: I'll uh, turn to Zeb. Were you there for whatever that spider presence was?
4: I was there when we fought uh, Bane uh, at the depths of Lake Superior, and he was wounded, um, but okay when I left him. But these ten days, I don't know where Felix might have sent him next. But part of that fight certainly was a part of that. But no, this might be something new that Bear is bringing forth now.
0: Hmm.
1: Coral, walk up to Bear and Kind of look closer. Do do they look like weaver
0: threads? They look like pattern webs, yes.
1: Can I try and take these off? Try. Cora will first attempt with like her hands to try and get them off.
0: As you start pulling, you hear this horrible screaming in your head. It's the sound of a baby bear screaming in pain as you're pulling. As you get the glimpses of a baby bear cocooned in spider thread, and as you're pulling, you can see the threads pulling deeper into the baby bear's flesh.
1: Cora will stop. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Uh, Did you see that? It's just me.
0: I felt it. The fragment of myself is caught somewhere, and it is close if it is causing this much resonance. Uh, uh,
1: The fragment of yourself.
0: The fragment I sent with Mark. Oh.
2: I do hope he's okay. I suppose all we can do is trust that he is, though, for now.
0: I still feel his connection to me. But who is this? As he looks over at Zeb.
1: This is Zeb. Um, he's going to be going on a mission with us. And we are hoping for your blessing of a temporary pack.
0: Bear looks Zeb over. Taking a deep, he's, he's an enormous bear, Zeb, a grizzly. At the shoulder, he's about as tall as a Krynos, though he seems a bit emaciated now.
4: I'll be looking up. I'm speaks with sweet whispers, mighty bear. I stir with Owl normally as a messenger. I'm happy to make a pact with your pack here now, and to you, to go and defeat the worm.
0: The bear gives a deep breath and sniffs you. You are a stranger and yet you smell familiar i will gladly take you into my pack
4: i'm honored mighty bear
0: the bear places his hand through you and pulls out spiritual energies as you see spiritual energies coming out from cora and kyle as they go to bear's heart bear takes your spiritual energy and places it into his own and connects them all as the threads vanish and you are connected via pack as you notice from your totem point now Bear fills out a bit more with muscle and fat. Excellent.:
1: Are uh, bear in concern, like, this isn't OK. We're, we need we need more a better connection.
0: Connections will come. I'm sure of it.
1: I don't like seeing you so thin.:
0: I understand. Go. Do not worry about me for now. You have something to accomplish.
2: We we'll always have something to accomplish. Hugs first though.
0: Hugs first. As Bear pulls them in, and then he looks over at Zeb. Going for the hug. As he pulls <laughs> you in as well. And this is the best. And you return to the sept to get a the rest of your night's sleep. You spend the night sleeping. Regain one point of willpower. Yes. For the night's rest as you go and enter the quote unquote war room once again. This time it's only the street sweepers as well as yourselves sitting around with fights on rooftops. Let's talk about what we're going to do tonight. Has anyone done any sort of reconnaissance or does anyone know anything we need to know tonight?
4: I've done some reconnaissance uh, during the night here. I can tell a little bit about what what the spirits I've talked to have seen. Uh, Please. I'll be quick
0: yes share with the um, class
4: <laughs> uh, i spoke with i spoke with a pigeon spirit and he spoke about or they spoke about many of their children um and the observations they have of as far as security goes keep in mind again talking to a pigeon spirit it was difficult to talk to others there's a lot of pattern spiders around this location obvi- you know for obvious reasons um in addition to just the gentrification here so the number of other spirits there especially close to this building were few uh, talking to to pigeons specifically um noticing normal humans that were guards, um the actual physical number of guards at night, especially were fairly few, and there was actually a pretty routine and I can I can determine the time, um a pretty routine moment when usually a, a person walking their dog encounters like the outside security guard. And this could be a moment um of infiltration, perhaps. Otherwise at least the number of people there other than like cleaners, externally very few. Um however what pigeon did identify um were several for Mori um, more than the toes on his feet. and after consulting um, a quick search of some books that's more than four toes on a pigeon's foot for, for our trivia tonight. Um, and then one in particular um, that, that generally visits on a daily basis that is uh, say far greater in scope or power or at least the darkness that it carries than than the normal than the normal four. So there are some that are fairly human looking that are that are infested. I um, there's one in particular that is particularly sinister in nature. But beyond that, um, if we were talking about at least the level of taint and what we might be dealing with, surely these might reach the top of your list. But again, like I said, beyond that, especially at night, fewer guards there, perhaps that means fewer people to deal with or get by.
0: Good. Weaver. Yeah, we looked into it a little bit, and it looks like some of the security, the security system is a little too secure to crack. It would take a lot of time, and if we failed, it would trigger some events to let them know instantly that we were in. So what we gotta do is go slow. We might be able to use someone from the Umbra who is versed with Weaver Spirits to distort the footage a bit. I can do that. I'll need some backup as the place is, according to Fomori's Bane from their last incursion, still swimming with quite a few Banes.
3: I can step forward and help.
0: Okay. Yeah. We'd be happy to have you aboard.
2: Uh, how many do you expect to need on the Umbra side of things?
0: Not many. Three, maybe four.
4: I'm probably a better use for you there than in the physical world.
0: Yeah. Huh. <sighs> So yeah, we'll have, so my thought is myself and Roy as apparently Roy's got a bit of experience doing this with Weaver Spirits to jump with us to the umbral side. Then you guys go to the physical world and try and find whatever evidence you can. Just information, or... Information? Kill who you gotta kill?
2: Sure. Yeah, can do. Um, We are going to try and recover... uh, Just like a a staff sheet. Um, Something from HR that has both pictures and names on it, so that uh, anyone that doesn't get killed, we can bring the sheets back, show them to Eric, and he can point out anyone that he saw in the airport facility. That's smart. Those will be our, I assume, highest priority targets.
1: Yes. Kyle, do you remember where HR was?
2: I believe we did stop by there. Did we not?
0: Yeah, you then, did.
2: Yes, I absolutely remember where it is. Uh, will anyone... There was another pack joining us, correct? Out of character?
0: Yeah, the... Uh... It was just you, the Infernal Alphas, and the Street Sweepers.
2: Oh, Okay. Okay.
0: Um,
2: It is worth noting, though... Uh, n- well, I, I, s- I suppose unless Zeb is... Neither of us are particularly competent with computers. I mean, I can use one, but that's about it. So any information that's a little harder to get to uh, will be out of my reach, in particular.
0: Okay, we will send then how about we split up a bit more? Uh, my suggestion is then that Captures the Moment goes with you guys and either Cora or yourself comes over to the Umbra side to de- defend us while we deal with the pattern spiders. I'll go to the Umbra.
2: That sounds good. I have a better knowledge of the layout of the facility.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right, sounds like we've got a plan. So it does. So we'll meet up tonight. Sounds good to me. All right, see you guys tonight. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, so Roy, you wanted to go and do some meditation?
3: I do, I need to get some gnosis back.
0: All right, Wit enigma is difficulty eight?
2: Could Could we potentially do a hunt?
0: You could do a hunt,
2: cause I also need like three gnosis. So,
0: <laughs> okay, yes, and you have. I guess a hunt would be better. Do Zeb? Do you have the uh, the right to start a sacred hunt?
4: I unfortunately do not.
0: Let me check if it's actually a right, cause it's really unclear in places. So, give me just one sec. Yeah, yeah. let's go to gnosis. Oh, you just have to summon one. Oh, okay. So if you summon a uh, an engling, which is even lower than gaffling, then you would be able to perform the sacred hunt.
4: Okay. Well, I've right of summoning, so then yeah, there we go.
0: That's fine. So that's doable. Yeah. Cool.
4: All right. All right. So enter the Umbra. Power level of the spirit determines difficulty level. And Gaffling's four, so we're talking underneath that. It'd be an angling. Uh, so it'd be three. Yeah, so n- make a Gnosis roll and achieve as many successes as possible, the following results. And then the success range determines, hey, um, whether or not the spirit's initially hostile, still initially hostile, spirit comes from being neutral, etc. cetera. Um, the more successes, the better the result.
0: All right. Yeah, so it's Wits Rituals.
4: Wits Rituals, okay, great. Standard Diff.
0: Difficulty three, oh, because okay. of it's, ang- it's an Angling. Oh, that's right, that's right, okay. All right, four successes. So you summon it, and the spirit agrees to the hunt. All right. You hunt swiftly as a unit, and you bring it down. And so you regain all your gnosis. Feel a lot more comfortable now.
1: I don't feel comfortable. I have one rage. (laughs) Mm.
0: You'll get two more. (laughs)
1: Oh, yay.
2: I could try and make you mad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. fairly
1: fairly easy to do.
0: (laughs) Cora and Roy, you shift over with the street sweepers and get ready to move along. The transition is rough. You feel the pattern threads upon your body as you... It feels like walking through easily terrible wool as you rip through between realms and you feel the crawling upon your skin and upon your fur. This. I'll try and pat myself off. Terence, you will have to roll Perception Occult to try and get a lay of the land and trace back to some of the spider spirits so that you can follow them to their appropriate cameras to shut them off without actually hacking the cameras
2: happily uh what's the diff
0: six it is going to be difficulty nine minus your com- dots and computer
2: okay so diff seven. Three success.
0: Three successes. You follow down the line to the first place, and you see the, sp- the spider spirit moving along with the camera, twitching, looking up. What is it, cockroach child?
2: I was hoping you'd be able to uh, confuse these cameras for us.
0: Hmm. What will you give me? You ask me to do something against my very nature. Of course. Uh...
2: Threadweaver will first offer a gnosis,
0: okay, and then and
2: the promise of a favor in a future, at a future date, because this is probably not the only camera that will need to be disabled.
0: And the spirit goes very well. I will take your, I will take the favor, yes. Uh-oh. I will ask then that you work, you go to a nearby secret place and you will set up cameras there. Yes. Do that in four days and I will then, I will agree to this and I will do what you ask.
2: Happily, spirit.
0: As the spirit nods and continues on, the place continues onward. You see spiders scurrying in all directions, rust upon them. This place, this office building looks decrepit yet clean at the same time. The walls exude an unnatural sort of white, pleasant look, yet if you look between the lines, you see dripping of black ichor as beasts of rust spittle upon it and move their twisted strands along in all directions. I'll need another roll, Terrence.
2: Okay, um, while I'm doing this, I'll also say, it's more corrupted here than I expected for an office building. Was this what it looked like when you were last here?
3: Um, out of character, this is the place that we ran into the- yeah, the business Bayou Spirit. Yes. Then, yes, this- this is about right.
0: Terrence, you start moving along, trying to find it. You hear kind of a strange whistling noise, or a strange kind of chime. You do as well, Roy, Cora, and Tiffany.
3: A chime? From what What? direction?
0: Almost musical. Several. Above, down the hall, down the way you came.
2: Do you think that's the alarm?
3: I would think it would be a bit more... No, it might be. It's very out of place for this area.
0: The musical chime almost sounds louder, like it's getting closer. There's more of it, too.
1: Cora's gonna shift into Krinos. Okay.
4: Yeah, Tiffany will do the same thing.
2: Same for Threadweaver.
3: I guess I'll do the same.
0: You see living patterns, strange, living, Mobius strips, double helixes, perfect spheres, moving in all directions, shaping (laughs) themselves, as you see them stop and spikes come out of them and then reform into their nearly perfect forms. Yet there's something off about them, something different. I'm gonna do a perception check. All right, perception alertness. It is difficulty nine, subtract your occult from the difficulty. Uh, Cool.
3: (laughs) Diff nine,
0: wow. Minus your occult. So if you have three occult, it's only diff six. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
2: uh.
3: <laughs> Would I be allowed to roll as well?
0: You are allowed to roll.
3: Okay. All right. Oh, boy. Roll. What is it?
0: Doesn't know shit.
3: Perception alertness.
0: I'm mixing I'm going to mix truth with lies for you, Cora. Hey. You've seen these before, mm. actually. You have. These are the same sort of attack spirits that you saw in the Umbret DIA, the weaver spirits that helped cleanse the bl- the banes and calcify them. They the shapes were slightly different, but these are the same kind of living geometric shapes. Mm. Meanwhile, Terence, Tiffany, yep. you notice something else, you notice that it's subtle in the briefest shimmer of these things. You see glimpses of what appear to be money and coins moving through that, which on its own isn't necessarily concerning, but then you see that there's tarnish on the coins and on the Shimmer, you notice Balefire Green. They're corrupted. All
4: right. Um, yeah. right. Let's go! And she'll charge forward to attack.
0: Cool. Yay. Initiatives, everyone. Oh. Oh. I don't
3: huh. think we had to uh, attack them. Roll 1d10 plus... Dex. That's right. Cora has like 700 initiative.
1: Yay! Hey! Holy shit. Nice, Sean. John. Uh,
4: Tiff- Tiffany hears, uh, a lot, a lot brings a lot more to the fight than old Zeb does. So. Yeah,
1: Tiffany ha- <laughs> also has the... um, What's that gift called?
4: Spirit of the Fray. Spirit of right, the Fray. Yeah. 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 I had to pull up the PDF here to make sure I uh, knew what the hell she had. Because I was like, oh,
0: okay. Yep, no. Uh,
4: get right, quick right quick. <laughs>
1: right, I only rolled a four, are you freaking
0: angry? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the spirits get to go first. There are four, or the spirits declare first. There are four of them. You hear them hovering and seeming to, at least on instinct, avoiding Terrence, at least initially. They seem to be heading towards Tiffany and Roy. I'm going to roll a single d10. Evens Roy Odd. Tiffany. So the three spirits will surround Tiffany as they begin to activate some sort of strange power as they seem to be shaking and vibrating in unison their bodies shifting in what are in truth beautiful shapes of diamonds and crystals snowflakes every sort of geometric shape that math could ever imagine but between them you notice these threads beginning to form as their power seems to be directed towards Tiffany in some sort of terrifying way. Terence, what are you going to do this turn?
2: I think I'm going to use Battle Mandala.
0: Okay. Sounds good.
2: Uh, and
0: I think
2: that... Yeah, that's Gnosis, so I can't do anything else.
0: Yep. Next is Roy.
3: I'm going to use one of my, or my rope, and try and pull one of the
0: spirits away. All right, sounds good. Cora?
1: Um, we'll just claw at one of the spirits. It's a single one.
0: Okay, so just a single claw?
1: Yeah, save my
0: rage. All right, sounds good. And finally, Tiffany.
4: All right, so there there are three around around me how many others are there
0: there's a total of three I believe is what I said so,
4: so, so, so the, 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 all three of them went directly for for me then. okay yes got it um all right uh, so I will attack but I will expend I will expend a rage for an extra action um, okay. both will be claw attack actions um, okay are you
0: attacking just one or both
4: I will or attack two. two I will attack two of the three.
0: Okay, sounds good.
4: All right. Uh, All right, so first one... I'm just gonna roll their
0: their soak right now. And difficulty six for claw.
4: Okay, so first attack.
0: Okay, and that's all rollover. So five plus two plus your uh, crino strength. Seven damage.
4: Okay. Um, And then the second attack a separate one.
0: And that's all rollover. Okay. So just one one less than last time. So one damage.
4: Yikes. Okay.
0: That The dice giveth and the dice taketh away, my guy.
4: They surely do.
0: Korra. All right. And which one are you attacking? Just the first um, one or... Yeah, just the first okay. one. All right, make your roll. It's all rollover. Hey. So I'll roll over. hey. All right, so two damage, and you're just doing the one. So mm. next is Roy. Yep.
3: And what was it that I rolled to use my rope?
0: We're so we doing. Do... We're gonna do Dex Athletics or Dex Melee.
3: Okay, so yeah, it's the same thing anyway. Basic difficulty, though, right?
0: Ah, uh, yes. One. All right, so we're going to do a contested roll. Roll your strength plus that one, and I'm going to roll this Spirit's Rage. Difficulty six for the both of you. All right, you successfully pull it away from Tiffany. Alright. All right. Terrence.
2: Okay, so I am using Battle Mandala. So for everyone else, um, a mystical sigil burns itself into the ground around the Thurge visible only to those with Gnosis ratings. The circle drains the essence from spirits caught within its web.
0: Cool. Hell yes.
2: And it is uh, 15 meters large.
0: All right. As it goes out, as you see this kind of thread of mythical web starting to form, it looks almost like stringy cockroaches biting and pulling essence within to the sigil. Cool. So... They will all lose one power. And now the one that got pulled away cannot act, but the two that are around Tiffany, they continue to be there and their threads burst out in every direction and they start wrapping around Tiffany. Your dexterity drops by two as the pattern webs start to cling to you and you actually feel yourself being pulled into and cocooned by the gauntlet that separates reality itself. All right. It is theirs again. The two that are there are going to do the exact same thing. And the one that Roy pulled away, it's going to turn into sort of this beautiful pouring liquid before the liquid reforms towards the base of his leg and fire up into a spike to try and penetrate his thigh. Great. Terrence.
2: Uh, so with the... Uh, every action I do, I'm going to make sure that it stays within the sigil, essentially, okay. unless I say otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to spend a rage uh, and claw twice. I think I'm going to go for... Are all of them wounded at this point?
0: Yes, they've all taken one.
2: Okay. They're, the um, one
0: that Roy pulled is the most wounded.
2: Okay, I will, since I'm going rather late compared to everyone else, I will do one attack each uh, for the less wounded ones.
0: Okay, sounds good. Roy?
2: Um, can I
3: communicate with the spirit or no? Yes, you can. I'm going to try and communicate with the spirit.
0: Okay, what would you like to say?
3: Um, crap, I didn't think this far ahead. Uh, <laughs> we can
0: get we can get to it at your turn.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Cora. Um, cloth the same one that I did my damage to.
0: Okay. And Tiffany.
4: Uh, I'm gonna expend a willpower for Shield of Rage to okay. reduce the enemy's rage by two. Um, okay. And then and then I will. I mean, I have one of two. I'll attack one of them. Claw attack again. Understanding that I have, have the penalty for dexterity.
0: All right, make that attack roll. Okay. I will make it soak roll. Two so- roll over. So two plus two, plus your crino strength. Dang. So you did five damage. Jesus. Next, and then we're you doing two attacks.
4: Or no? No, I mean, I, I, yeah, I spent the willpower for for. Uh, uh, Shield of Rage. So okay, cool.
0: Yep. All right, Cora. Alrighty. All right. You did two damage. Roy.
3: Oh, spirit, what has what great evil has befallen you?
0: And the spirit responds briefly. It's that it's that once again that musical chiming, but it's got that kind of off kilter screech in between. Mm-hmm. That is like nails on a chalkboard. Board. When it simply says that there is the only thing that is harming the spirit is the disorder of this place. Garu, our disorder. And next is to Terrence, where all the spirits take one point of damage because of Battle Mandala.
2: All right, uh, I'm going to... Begin clawing the first one. Okay.
0: I
3: forgot to dodge.
0: Yes, you did. Nice. Three damage.
2: All right. And then the second one.
0: Okay. I'm just rolling it silk.
2: No such luck that time.
0: No. No damage. As it gets to the other ones, uh, Tiffany, reduce your dexterity by an additional one and your strength by one. Okay. And now the one that's attacking Roy, Roy, don't forget to roll soak.
3: Yep. Uh, What are the two skills for that?
0: It is just stamina.
3: Just stamina. That's what I thought. But
0: this this spirit's rage is two less thanks to Tiffany.
3: Woo! Thanks, Tiff.
0: You successfully soak. As the blade kind of strikes the flesh, only does a minor cut, doesn't really hurt too much. As your wound instantly heals, as the you feel the cold sliver of metal. It feels like metal and water at the same time. Almost like rusted lake water. Okay. Next is the two spirits still on Tiffany are going to continue attempting to calcify her and so they continue to make their shapes and twist circling faster and faster now as they feel her strength starting to wane and the threads are becoming thicker and thicker and you feel the inky grease upon your pelt it's like bathing in crushed insects with spider thread threads running along you terence
2: can I pull Tiffany out of that horrible?
0: Not thing? while they're not while they're weaving.
2: Okay. Um, then I am going to. Sp- I'll make a single claw attack against the one that's weaving.
0: Okay. Roy.
3: Um, I want to talk to the spirit some more. Because if they helped us in the attack on Dia, then. They don't actually think we are the cause. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna talk and dodge.
0: Okay, talk and dodge. Uh, if you don't spend rage for the dodge, uh, you will be at a minus two die penalty for the dodge. Okay. Okay, so just letting you know, are you gonna spend the point of rage or no?
3: Nope, I'm good.
0: All right, cool. Cora? Just gonna clog in. Just gonna clog in, and Tiffany.
4: Can I actually go? Uh, can, I, can I slice at these threads with my claws, or is that kind of impossible at this point, given how much they've, they've woven around me?
0: It's going to be difficult. Uh, do you still have any dexterity left?
4: I do. I do still have dexterity left. Um, okay. Or it's going to be an attack, huh? All right. Um, I will. Very well. I'll spend a will for two auto successes via Iron Resolve, and okay. I'll go
0: on attack. Cool. Uh, the most damaged or the least damaged?
4: Uh, the most damaged.
0: All right, make that roll. All
4: right, so let's do the,
0: that's it so the initial cruel. attack. Okay, let's do my
4: initial attack to see if I get me bonus bonus love off the off the dice. All right. So a total of four? Okay, four plus, four plus, blah, minus one. Seven, Come on, dice guards, don't fail me now. Hmm. Hmm.
0: All right, one damage. Ugh. As your claws are getting weaker, as you feel your arm physically going slower as you hit it, and your claws spark against the almost metallic, but also at this point, simply beautiful emerald color, as the sparks fly, and you hear the twisted shrieks of the spirits. Once again, a sort of sing-songy wind chime noise with an odd twist of a screech oof cora uh it's all rollover that's soaked that's soaked ugh so- oh, gross do you want to use your mulligan chip uh, oof fuck a all right so it's soaked roy
3: um What do you mean, Garu, bring, uh, discord? You helped us at DIA capturing Banes.
0: Banes do not bring as much discord as Garu. Garu change. Garu change too much. Garu change their form. Garu bring chaos. And it's going for... All right, actually, we gotta wait for Terrence first. So Terrence, Battle Mandala... All of them take one point of essence damage.
2: All right, and claw.
0: All right, that's all a rollover. That's its soak. Christ. Damn. Oh, ah. <laughs> and you did exactly enough damage to kill one of the ones through weaving <laughs> around Tiffany. Success. Woo. <laughs> Thank God. Tiffany, Tiffany the, last one, the last one is continuing to thread by itself, and you will. it's going to spend its point of essence, and through that expenditure of essence, you lose another point of dexterity. And the one is coming after you, Roy. You may dodge. Oh. You successfully dodge as the thing tries to spike you, and it loops around... Almost infinitely into a sort of um, Nautilus pattern, or the Fibonacci pattern. Ooh. That spirit is now going to attempt to ignore you, Roy, on its declaration, and it is going to join its fellow in continuing to weave Tiffany into the pattern web. As- it's
3: still caught in my rope, though.
0: That's true. So it will try and break out of the rope and do that, basically. Okay. Next is Terrence. What are you doing for your action?
2: Um, just uh, one more claw, I think.
0: Okay. Roy.
2: Um,
3: I'm gonna actually try and offer gnosis to the um spirit. Okay. And see if maybe I can't try and chain, like, remove its... Uh, remove the rust and the, the um... I can't, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on words tonight.
0: Tank. The, the
3: taint, thank you.
0: Cora? I'm gonna claw again. Okay. And Tiffany?
4: Um, alright, so I am at dexterity zero. Uh, can I still expend the willpower for iron resolve for two auto-successes on hit and just have it be my attack roll?
0: You can, but you will have to do something special, like spur claws.
4: Okay, then that's exactly what I'll do. Will be spur claws.
0: Okay. All right.
4: Um, and let me just make sure that I got what spur claws requires. If it requires anything else? Can I expend a rage and a willpower though in
0: a turn? Yes. You just can't spend okay. rage and will on uh, rage and gnosis in a turn.
4: Okay, very well. Um, I will expend the willpower um, for two auto successes and and expend the rage for spur claws.
0: All right, you you start to shake, your hands start slow, and your hand is stationary as you concentrate with two successes only, as you're not able to move, and your claws shoot from your hand in a spurt, bloody spurt towards the creature. Roll, that's all rollover though, so roll your damage.
4: Okay, let's see here, what is the Is it still strength-based? Yep. Okay, strength plus two?
0: Yep, plus two again oh, for okay. uh, it being a claw attack.
4: But minus one because my strength's down one, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, oh my God, of course you have to soak.
0: Oh, boom, as it shoots off in the bloody spurt and it strikes digging into the f- Spiritual flesh, so to speak, of the spirit. Korra. It's two roll over. Ooh. You do eight right. damage, Korra, as in your fury you rush in as you feel the spirit of Fenris overwhelm you and your claw rakes up as you hear steel ripping and tearing, yet bones breaking and snapping at the same time as your claws rake up as threads begin to slowly shimmer and the thing looks incredibly damaged. It looks like radioactively blasted DNA at this point as it actually gives out another metallic scream. Terrence or Roy?
3: Um, Spirit, please. I know you are not you, you do not believe what you say. Take some take some gnosis from me and become well again.
0: Spirit reaches in and ga- gathers the gnosis. As you see the gnosis in your hand, clear and crystalline, turn black and inky as it is drained into the spirit. And it heals some of its damage. But the corruption so I remains.
3: I I am sorry, spirit, that it must come to this then.
0: And the spirit is going to attempt to break free... Uh, roll Strength, Roy. And spirit Empowered gets to use its full rage this time. You're able to hold on, but it's wiggling in your hands as the rope kind of shakes. Terrence?
2: Uh So I am clawing a body. I'm not going to spend any willpower because Terence does not have that much. Um, okay. But the remaining one should take a damage from my... Uh, Ah, yes, they both will.
0: So, seven on its soak. Four rollover for you, though.
2: Um, Yeah, I'm still coming.
0: (laughs) It's always hope. There's not. Just a fool's hope. (laughs) (laughs) Just a fool's hope. (laughs) All right. And then the spirit continues to weave. As Tiffany, your strength goes down by an additional one. Got it and you feel yourself fading. All of you see Tiffany almost not fully in the spirit world, or maybe too much. She almost appears like she's part of the wall now, just a jutting piece, simply becoming part of the scenery. That spirit is going to take its focus off Tiffany now, and it is going to attempt to thread up Cora. The other spirit is going to attempt to break free of Roy and spend a willpower point to gain an auto success on its attempt to escape. Terence,
2: I am going to give him another claw.
0: Okay. Do you want to hit that one or do you want to hit the other one since Cora is probably going to hit him?
2: I am still going to go for the one on Tiffany just in case. Fair. <laughs> just in case. Because <laughs> I'm starting to get worried. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs>
0: roy uh
3: i am going to apologize again to the spirit as i try and um bite into the spirit okay and yeah just that
0: no need to dodge cool cora
1: i guess i'm using a rage to dodge and clot the one that is on me
0: and tiffany
4: oh okay um So, I mean, I still have strength left, but obviously
0: dexterity zero. Uh, You can attempt to Spur Claws with your remaining hand.
4: With my remaining hand? All right, very well. Um, I will expend a willpower for two out of successes from Iron Resolve, lower rage for Spur Claws, and try to make the magic happen.
0: Make that magic happen. Roll damage, I'll roll Soak. Five successes on Soak.
4: Anything roll over? So the standard stuff roll over? Just two roll over,
0: yep. Two edition. Right. Yep, because of the uh, the two auto successes generated from Iron Resolve.
4: Gotcha. Well, this is going to be a miracle. Ah, nope.
0: You fire and you see the claws strike and go off in different directions, sticking into the piece, chunks of the wall and the floor. Uh, as you have to now spend a turn to focus and regenerate the claws within your hands. Mm-hmm. Core. I'm gonna roll it soak. All right, that's five. Roll over. As your claw kind of strikes, sparks going everywhere. Once again, that kind of metallic screech as the sparks fly in your face, as you give a sinister growl, seeing the threads closing in around you. Roy.
3: All right. I am rolling to hit with my fight. your
0: difficulty is four because of it being tied up.
3: Okay. So that would still be... Unrolling it. Soak. 10.
0: Seven soak. Four to hit. All right. That's all roll over.
3: All right. And roll. Four plus strength.
0: Four. You are not able to, as you bite in, you hear the creaking. As you try, you feel your teeth bend and your jaws snap away as the thing maneuvers away. Terrence, it's your turn. Your battle mandala goes off and you hear see the one that was attacking Tiffany shriek out in agony and dissipate.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> okay. That's good. I claw nothing then, and that's fine. Can I I mean can I help Tiffany get out? Like that's 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 like an inch away, right?
0: <laughs> nope, Just because you swung you, you swung <laughs> as its body dissipated. As you see its body shatter like watering glass, as you see spillings of little spiders running away and dying with these black wasps attempting to sting them, and then also curling away and going off into puffs of onyx smoke. And the smell of green and radioactivity fills your nostrils. All right, Roy, you may make a strength roll, but because you were busy biting, you will be at a minus two die penalty.
3: For difficulty? Oh, minus two die, so six.
0: Yep. And so it got three successes. As it breaks it breaks free on this turn, it is going to attempt to attack Roy again now in a fit of rage as it will spring over like a cloud and then spikes shoot down. And... Terence, what are you going to do?
2: I am going to claw that last remaining corrupted spirit.
0: All right, Roy.
3: I will do the same thing. Okay. Would you like and to dodge? Dodge. I was about to say and dodge.
0: Okay. Cora. Um,
1: it was still on me. Right on me, right?
0: It did. Oh, it's dead. That's how when is Battle Mandala went off and killed it before he had a chance to hit right.
1: it. Okay. Um, and I will go after the last one.
0: Okay. What are you going to do? Biter Claw?
1: Disclaw claw it.
0: Okay. And finally, Tiffany. You are a bit trapped, so you have to spend basically time regenerating your claws.
4: Okay. Um, Can I expend the Gnosis for inspiration for the group?
0: Yes. Alright, I'll expend a Gnosis for everyone in the group to gain willpower. So everyone gain a point of willpower. Woo! Thank you. You Go forward! And you may spend that point of willpower automatically on your turn if you are at full willpower. Lovely. For an automatic success. Korra. Four. It's all roll rollover. It didn't soak.
1: Any reason why that would happen?
0: Uh, Because it failed its roll. Oh. Yes, it did. (laughs) Two. As your claws rake across, ripping through it, though it still stands. Roy? Mm.
3: Clawing.
0: Okay. Three. Three roll over. Three. All right. You cast your rope away briefly as you come in, leap and give a scratch as you also are next to Korra, almost in unison as your claws strike, your dual sparks collecting and smashing into each other as you both stand there snarling. Terence, your battle mandala goes off as you see the spirit's power being drained once more into the glyph you have formed and you rush forward.
2: All right, claw with one auto success.
0: Your one subtracted the auto-success.
2: Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> three <And> fucking ones.
0: <laughs> Spirit goes to attack Terrence. Or not Terrence, I'm sorry. Roy? Dodging. Roll your dodge. One. All right, three rollover. So roll your soak.
3: That's just stamina, right?
0: Yep. Five. Two. as you soak as the blades come down and they hit your back and they melt away to the sides the spirit's going to attack you again this round terence what are you doing this round
2: i will do one more single claw and hopefully this is the last one that's necessary
0: okay roy
3: i will do the same thing
0: all right cora just gonna claw okay tiffany you have one set of claws back you might just want to wait. I think I'm just gonna wait. All right, Cora, make your attack. That's it, soak. Gross. Oh. As the claws rake and spark, Roy four. All right, that's all. Roll over. Wow. Wow. Yeah. As your claws <laughs> rake in, and the spirit screams out, shattering once again, breaking over you, as you see. Sprays of mathematical equations shriek out in all directions and shatter upon the, the world around you.
2: I will run over to Tiffany and try to help.
0: As you do, as you kind of pull out and you feel that your claws digging into a strange space between existence and non-existence, as you rip her down and you see the threads hanging in space and part of the scenery itself, and Tiffany is freed, and Tiffany regains all of her attribute dots. Woo. And we will see how much further the pack goes next time. Nee. Thank Yay. you to every Thank you to everyone who listened. We will see you in our next episode.
3: Bye. Bye.